The following is a hoop ball presentation. show that is taking flight here on the hoop ball network where we cover everything regarding the atlanta hawks i'm your host brad harden and i want to start off this program by apologizing for misspeaking last week and calling the late great coach john thompson david thompson both contributed to the game of basketball but in two different capacities i'm only human just like the rick ross song And I want to extend my thoughts and prayers to the Thompson family, friends of the great Coach Thompson, Georgetown University and their alum and countless others who have heavy hearts in the basketball world due to his passing. Thank you to my father, Terrence Harden, for catching my mistake. Uh, Fathers always look out for their son, so I definitely appreciate you letting me know I misspoke on that. So I wanted to extend my apology in that front. Now, for this episode, this episode is released on Labor Day. So from me here at Hootball Hawks, I want to wish all the Hawks fans a happy Labor Day, or how I like to call it, happy built-in three-day weekend to celebrate the end of summer. And with the end of summer, that means that the Hawks and their fans can get excited that we are getting closer and closer to the NBA draft. As the NBA bubble playoffs is going through right now, free agency will be this fall as well. And last program, I talked about options of potentially shopping the Hawks draft picks, which personally speaking, I am leaning more towards the Hawks doing that in order to get Collins and Trey Young some veteran help that can contribute right away and help bring along the young prospects that the Hawks currently have, help them to develop, help them become consummate professionals, teach them how to, you know, train, eat, sleep, NBA basketball, and go through a season. I know for Hawks fans, last season left a bad taste in their mouth, but the future is bright, and we have another year to build on the existing pool of talent that we have. In last episode, we talked about the potential scenario of DeMar DeRozan being traded to the Hawks to complement Trey Young and John Collins. And I think that if this scenario were to play out, I think that it would be a move that immediately makes the Hawks a playoff team in the East next year. DeMar DeRozan is known as a very efficient offensive player that would ultimately help to make this Hawks offense more efficient. And the Hawks already boast having two of the top 20 most efficient offensive players in the league and John Collins and Ice Trey. And to add another 20-point scorer who can play make, pull up from mid-range consistently, get to the hoop and finish around the rim and get to the free throw line and hit free throws at a pretty good clip at around 82%. I see this roster with the addition of DeMar DeRozan, not accounting for other free agent acquisitions that they could potentially get, them being a playoff team next year in the East with 
Trey Young, DeMar DeRozan, John Collins, and Capella in their starting lineup. Here on Hoopball Hawks, we love covering rumors and telling Hawks fans what we heard. In the words of the great rich homie Quan, Atlanta rapper, there are some rumors circulating regarding another potential trade involving the draft picks for the Hawks. Now, these rumors are circulating out west with GM Travis Schlink's former employer, the Golden State Warriors, And for the Warriors, it's been a tough 14 months for them. First losing KD to an injury and then losing him ultimately to the Eastern Conference to the Brooklyn Nets. Losing Klay Thompson to a knee injury in the NBA Finals last year and him missing the entire NBA season this year. Losing that Finals to the Toronto Raptors. Losing Steph Curry and Draymond Green to injuries this past year. But with all that unfortunate news... Things will quickly turn around for the Golden State Warriors with Curry, Thompson, and Green coming back healthy next year. They have added Andrew Wiggins to the roster after trading away D'Lo. And the Warriors will have the luxury of having the number two pick with the possibility of adding a young, exciting prospect to a championship organization. Now, talks about the Warriors shopping the second pick have quickly circulated around the league, linking them to many teams, including our Atlanta Hawks. The connections have paired the Warriors trading for Deadman in a player along with the sixth pick. Now, as far as Dwayne Deadman goes on this team for the Hawks, I like Deadman as a veteran backup center who can start in case of injury. He's a very good rebounder, can stretch the floor as a center with him knocking down 33% of his threes in his career. Really good offensive rebounder. And I think he's a great one-two punch at the five to go alongside Capella. Even though Deadman is not an elite rim protector on a defensive end, but with him going in against most teams' backup centers, I like the matchup of having Deadman and what he offers for the Hawks. And in his career, per 36 minutes, he averages a double-double at 12.6 points per game and 11.8 boards per game. And is a really good free-throw shooter as a center. And with 12 career playoff games, all with the Spurs, he has some experience, which some experience is better than none, which... Most of the Hawks roster can speak to, unfortunately, and he is the veteran presence in the locker room. However, his play is something that the Warriors like as well, and they see him helping their team immediately and getting back into the conversation of being one of the best teams out West. And he was originally a Warrior back in 2013 before being traded twice that season, once to Philly and then landing in Orlando, which he was there for a couple years on that roster, which Hawks fans got a taste of. And then he was ultimately brought to the Hawks after that. The likelihood of this trade is happening is pretty low, in my opinion, due to the salary cap issues that the Warriors have. They already have $148.8 million accounted for next year. And when you look at the Hawks' salary cap, they have only 
$56 million guaranteed next year. $13.3 million of that goes to Dwayne Dedman in his second year of his three-year deal, which he originally got from the Sacramento Kings, and is one of the highest paid players on a Hawks roster, along with center Clint Capella. The Warriors would probably have to trade the number two pick and would have to come off a player, probably a Draymond Green, who is set to make $22.2 million next year. And the Hawks would probably have to trade the sixth pick, Deadman, and add a player, hypothetically speaking, DeAndre Hunter, which when you look at the numbers as far as contracts for next year, that could work out as far as money goes. Adding Draymond Green would add an elite, still an elite defender, a former three-time All-Star, three-time NBA champion to your roster. He's made the all-defensive team five times in his career and all-NBA team twice. He can guard multiple positions, and he helps make this Hawks team better defensively with his leadership, with him being very vocal. He can help get the team into right defensive positions, which they desperately are missing with being one of the worst teams defensively in the NBA. He's already been spending a lot of time in Atlanta with helping out the NBA TNT crew. And there were articles that I had seen in recent months connecting Draymond Green to Atlanta. Both him and Dwayne Dedman are roughly the same age. Both have injury issues, Draymond Green more notably and recently, and explains his trend down in his numbers across the board. Even though he's done a lot for the Golden State Warriors, I am sure that the franchise who are having salary cap issues would love to get his contract off the books as he is set to make $24 million plus the next two years after 2021. And if the Golden State Warriors are in the Giannis Antetokounmpo sweepstakes, they will need to make room for him. Interesting enough, John Collins, who is also due money next year for the Hawks and has rumors constantly circulating on whether the Hawks will sign or trade him, which we will cover in the next few episodes, was interviewed recently by HoopRumors.com and was asked about the draft needs or the needs specifically on the Hawks roster. And Collins says, I can't tell you players specifically, but I think we need just some veteran leadership. We need more guys with minds like Vince Carter and having Vince Carter was a blessing and losing him is going to hurt us. If we don't try to cover his ability to have so much knowledge and spread it. John Collins saw that as extremely valuable to such a young roster. And he said that he feels like they need more guys that have been in the league for a minimum of six to seven years, understand what it takes on a day-to-day basis to come in, work out, lift, get your body right, recover, eat. And it helps create a culture when you see five or six guys doing that consistently, and now the home team is doing it. And I think that Draymond Green definitely can do that, coming from a championship organization. And DeMar DeRozan, who we mentioned last episode, would both fit that mold for the Hawks perfectly. But does Atlanta make this move? We would have to see if the Hawks are going to emphasize getting better on the defensive end or offensively. And if they do make this trade, 
they will get the number two pick, which they can go for Edwards, Wiseman, or a ball who they have, like I said in the last program, they think that LaMelo Ball is the best player in this draft. And if they were to trade away Deadman and Hunter, it opens up the ability to get Wiseman since they're one center down or go get Anthony Edwards, the Atlanta native, and bring him home to the Hawks. But if the Hawks do keep their sixth pick, Avia, who we discussed on a previous episode, will be a prospect to add to this Hawks roster with his playmaking ability that is already really good as a young player coming overseas, along with his projected growth on the offensive end. But as I mentioned, the Hawks are going to have to decide offense or defense. What are they going to get better at? And my favorite player in the draft for the Hawks, who I think will be a great fit, is shooting guard from Florida State, Devin Vassell. The 6'7", 200-pound shooting guard is an Atlanta native, and he has two-way player potential with him having a 7-foot wingspan, and he was a career 41% three-point shooter in college. He's a high flyer, high motor, can handle the ball well, create off the dribble, and knock down shots consistently while continuing to improve his mid-range game. He's very clever offensively, driving the ball, creating shots with his step-back jumper, and with his long arms and high release, it will make it harder for defenders to contest his shot. He's a good rebounder for a guard, tough competitor, very unselfish player, and a very underrated passer. And he's come up clutch in a couple situations while in his time at Florida State. He's very active on the defensive end, defense, defense, defense. He can jump into passing lanes, block shots from the two-guard position with his long arms. He has really quick hands and reflexes. I like him as a potential 3 and D guy at the two position who is explosive and can help cover some of the defensive inefficiencies in Trey Young's game being a bigger guard next to him. Now, some of the things that I see that Vassal will need to improve on going forward is work on his isolation game. We have enough isolation game amongst the Hawks offense as is. So I don't see that as a true need right away. But growing as a professional, he will have to get better in isolation play. As some bulk to his size, being only 200 pounds and 6'7", him being a rookie, he will continually put on the right muscle to help him. And I see that he needs to get to the free throw line a little more, which will come with his increased mass and probably some confidence building that he can take some hits driving to the lane. He will need to continue improving on his shot consistency and free throw shooting. When you look at mockdraft.com, they compare him to Kelly Oubre and former Atlanta Hawks player Kent Bazemore, which Hawks fans love Bazemore and his time here in Atlanta. And I think that would be a really good fit if the Hawks were wanting to keep the sixth pick. You get a player who can knock down a three, who's a good defender already, and he's only going to get better. He's explosive. And to have another big guard alongside Trey Young, who could potentially play make, 
hit from the mid-range, hit from the three, and get to the rim, I think it just ultimately improves their offense if he can be the triple threat that he was in college. Now, as we mentioned, with the Hawks having a lot of flexibility as far as their pick this year, keeping it, trading up or down, or trading the pick entirely, this is thanks to the recent drafts that the Hawks have with the young prospects that they have and their cap room. There's a lot of flexibility, a lot of possibility for the Hawks to improve next year. But the flexibility just opens up even more questions as to what do the Hawks do going forward. And in the next month or so, rumors will continue to circulate as the draft nears, free agency nears, and hopefully we will gain some insight as to how the Hawks are going to approach this offseason and what steps they want to take as far as their development as a team and hopefully developing into a playoff team in the East. One rumor that we briefly talked about and we will continue to talk about and has been a rumor basically for the last year or so is John Collins on the trading block. Will they trade him or will they pay him? He wants max money. And in the article that we talked about earlier when he was interviewed, he says that he is unbothered by trade rumors regarding him because he sees it as other teams seeing value in him and his game. And rightfully so with the numbers that he put up last year is in his continual improvement. Now, I see John Collins as one of the staples going forward in their quote-unquote young core in a player that they do need to resign. I know historically when it comes to players wanting to get their payday, the Hawks typically ship them out, i.e. Joe Johnson, i.e. Josh Smith, and a couple of other players historically instead of paying them. I think it would be a, a grave mistake if they were to trade John Collins. He's very talented, and you get a player who can score 20 and 10 and shoot 40% from the three and shoot pretty well from the free throw line. He's a very efficient player. And in this day and age, efficient offensive players help make better offenses flat out, flat out. There's no science behind it. And he could offer some value in leading up to the draft, to the offseason, we will explore some options as far as tra- potential trades for John Collins. Will it involve their draft pick? Will it not? What is his actual value on the market? His numbers compared to some of the top four and fives in the league. But do the Hawks see him as that? Do other people see him as that guy? That's something that we will continue to learn and hopefully not learn soon, as I would hopefully like to see the Hawks give it half of the year, at least to the trade deadline, to see what they have with Collins alongside Capella and Trey Young and whatever other offseason decisions they make with the roster to see how they want to progress forward. We will continue to cover these types of scenarios because I feel that the need for more vets on this roster takes precedent over getting more young talent. And depending on who they go after, whether these trades 
we mentioned on this program for Draymond, DeMar, or the free agency link that has been circulating with Davis, Bertans, and Washington, I think that this is the direction that the team should go instead of adding another young prospect. So hopefully we'll propel them to the playoffs next year. But here on Hootball Hawks, we will continue to cover both sides of the coin until decisions are made by the franchise. So with that, thank you for tuning in to today's show. If you loved what you heard today, give us five stars like Yo Gotti likes his girls. Give us a great review and share it with fellow Hawk fans and basketball enthusiasts across the world. Follow us at HoopBallHawks on Twitter. That is at HoopBallHawks on Twitter. And follow myself on Twitter at BradJarrett67. Brad, J-A-R-R-E-T-T-6-7 on Twitter. In the words of Stephen A. Smith, Holla at your boy!